following was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated in Memphis, Tennessee. Hello, my name is Rick Cheddar, and this is From Radio Land. Greetings, salutations, hello, hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode from Radio Land from the home office in Memphis, Tennessee. This is episode 422. Yes, it's the 17th day of the month of April. That's the date of production. It's the afternoon. It's Easter. Well, for those that practice, it is. It is absolutely that. For those that don't practice, it's another day of the week. Or perhaps it's Passover, if Easter is not your thing. If that was the case, uh, uh, Mazel Tov. Um, I know there's the, uh, I guess it's the end of Ramadan as well. Uh, there's all sorts of religious stuff that converge right around this time. And you know what else is converging out there? The planets, they're all lining up. We're all doomed. We're all going to die. No. Well, eventually we all will, but not because of the planets. <laughs> it's springtime, and it's cold here. Jeez Christ, it's cold. It's like 50-something degrees here for, for Easter. Eh, it'll warm up, I'm sure, such as it is. Um, yes, I have a, a I have a, I, I'm doing this actually a little earlier in the afternoon. I, I'm a little busy this evening, this afternoon, this evening. Headed to the studio, got a show there for the Booze and Blues, and uh, it'll be whatever that is. And uh, yes, so all of these things happening at one time. And my car, my poor car. <laughs> it's going to see its doctor tomorrow. Um, apparently, I've got a I've got a blown water pump. It happens. It's a thing. You know, that's the thing about cars. You know, we we they're they're kind of a weird necessity here. We sort of have to have them. What about the bus, bro? You can't take the bus in this town very well. There's one route that does really, really well. The rest of them, eh, no. It just, it's, it, I'd love to. I'd, I'd love to be able to take advantage of mass transit. I mean, we have a trolley system here that doesn't really do anything. It doesn't really go anywhere. It just makes a weird loop downtown, which is not where I'm at. <laughs> it, it, just, it just doesn't work. And riding a bicycle in this town, although I did, uh, and have done so, it's it's kind of, uh, well, you're taking your life into your hands when you do that sort of thing because, you know, that's just kind of how that is. Um, uh, yeah, they have bike lanes around here, and, and, you know, you're driving around, you're trying to do the right thing, you take a nice leisurely roll through town, and... Uh, Somebody wants to uh, drive in the bike lane with you. They're in a car. That's not cool. Or somebody wants to open up a car door on you while you're going. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, it's got to go to the. Uh, it's going to as the as the immigrant would say, it's headed to the garage, and that it will be tomorrow. So uh, uh, there is no radio Memphis in the morning shows. What I'm saying for Monday. It's a long way around the barn. It took me nearly three minutes to say that. So. <laughs> uh, it's all right. I'm going to do a thing tonight, and it'll be fun. It'll be booze and booze. I'll be working from home all day tomorrow, which is fine. I'm in a bunch of productions and stuff I've got to get done. So there it is. There it is, my friends. We'll pause. We'll be back in a few moments, and we're going to have a chat about the new norm. Maybe. I don't know. 
let's take a look and see what's going on with all of that and more right up after this brief break right here from Radioland. Don't run away. Does your current bathroom need to be updated immediately? Introducing One Day Bath and Shower Remodeling. The complete and hassle-free way to get the new bathroom of your dreams in as little as one day. And for as little as $1.99 a month. Yes, the experts at One Day Bath and Shower Remodeling will come to you anywhere in the country and show you all the customized options. Now you can have a brand new bathroom in as little as one day. Large or small bathrooms, if you want a new bathtub or shower installed, we can do it in as little as one day. And if you call right now, you can save $750 off your remodel. We make it easy by offering you financing as low as $199 per month. Call now to schedule your free in-home consultation. 855-380-5703. 855-380-5703. That's 855-380-5703. I remember at the beginning of the pandemic, what, two years ago, Two and a half years ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's see uh, what's about where it is. Um, yeah, anyway, I remember when this was becoming more and more of a thing, right? I'm not going to rehash the whole history of it. I mean, it was we heard of this disease, we heard of this affliction, this ailment that was coming from China and how all these people were getting sick and, and a lot of people were dying all of a sudden. And, and a lot of us kind of stood around here, the rest of the world went, huh, I hope they can fix that. So kind of, it's the way it was. We just sat here. We went, oh, I hope they get a grip on that. I don't know if I'm going to be up for this. This is, it, it's certainly, it's not going to happen here. Boom. Everything gets locked down. Remember that? Just like that. Yeah. Just like that. And then it was, okay, we're, we're going to suggest now that if you're going to go anywhere, you're going to need to wear a mask. And stay home when you can. And if you're going to be coughing or breathing on people, don't. You know, that kind of thing. It was a ton of that stuff that went around. And it was this weird little sense of fear. It's like, well, well, certainly it's not going to affect us. And it did. And then and then there was that thought, at least I had in my head, and I know a lot of you did too, is that, well, certainly nobody I know is going to get this. We, we do that, don't we? We sit there and we look at stuff. Oh, that's not going to happen anybody I know. I've lost a few friends to it. And a few acquaintances, and a lot of people I know, it was bad. And uh, when things in the midst of this, you know, while while we were all trying to survive, I, I was at a, I was going to, a, I know it's trying to survive, trying to survive. What was it? Sometimes, yeah, it was. It was weird. You couldn't really go anywhere. You couldn't do anything, except if you, you know, you could go to stores. And I remember going to a market to get some stuff. Some FUD, some things, just, you know, the usual shopping thing. And I I had uh, I had one of those uh, hand baskets, right, you know? Not the push pushy ones, not the one with wheels, the one I was holding. And it had a few things in it, and I was uh, walking up to the register, and I'm standing there in line, and there was this woman, and she, uh, I think I've talked about this before. Anyway, she was standing there uh, with her basket of stuff, a pushy basket. There's a lot of stuff in it. And she had with her, her, her kid. He was like four, <laughs> four or five, maybe. I don't know. 
And of course, we're all wearing a mask because you know you 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 can't you can't go to these places without them. You know, at this particular day and age, that that particular time. And uh, this this little kid, this little four year old, he's you know this is this is pre vaccine too, and he's. He's just, he must have been a, an absolute handful for this woman, mom. And she's trying to deal with, you know, this, the line to get to the register, the other people that are around, they're all socially distancing. And here's this little, this little, <laughs> this little kid. And he's just fidgeting and he's just, he's just touching stuff and grabbing things and running amok. As we see, he's four. Of course he's going to do that. And he's trying to rip the mask off his face constantly. I think his mother had it screwed on pretty tight, I suppose. I, I'm not quite sure. But at any rate, she said she said something and to this kid that I will. I don't know that I'll ever forget. Because after all this time, I still remember it and I still think of it. And I still have this vision in my head of this woman saying this. And she looks at her kid. With, you know, the the patience of a saint. I mean, God love this woman. She was just so patient. And she's 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 over there grabbing her kid. And she goes, hey, buddy, look, man, you got to leave that mask on. It's the new norm, my friend. And that's the way she said it. It's the new norm, buddy. Get used to it. And I didn't think, I thought, well, certainly this is going to, this is going to be a passing thing, right? parts of this did turn into a passing thing. We're all out and about now. Maybe not as much as we'd hope, but we're all getting back out. We're all starting to do things, which is kind of a weird thing to suggest, but, you know, there it is. Yeah. December 31st, 2019, this thing broke, hence the name COVID-19. And here we are, 2022, two and a half years into this thing. And uh, the deaths have dropped off quite a bit. People are doing better things. People are doing okay things. Uh, movie theaters are open again. There are venues that are opening up again. There are shows that are happening, concerts that are happening. People are going and doing things. They're trying to achieve what they had re- wanted before all of this. They wanted the summer of 2019 to repeat itself. And are we there yet? Are we? Are Will we ever be? That's, I think, the real question here is, will we ever be in a position where it will be, po- uh, you know, like, okay, yeah, okay, we'll get to post-pandemic. We're kind of there. I'll give you that. But are we ever going to live our lives the same? No, I don't think so at all. And I know there are people that will listen to that and vehemently disagree with that. How dare you say such a thing, sir? It's a new norm, man. This is the way things are. You know, it was always on the table that once this pandemic had done what it was going to do or continue to do, and the time was predicted, two and a half, three years, it's about how long these things last. When when this sort of thing happened, and we thought, oh, we'll get to live our lives again, we'll get to be normal, that's never going to happen. Because if you look around you, you can see that that is this is never going to be the same. Went to the grocery store yesterday. Got uh, what did we get? I got about I don't know. It's like we didn't we didn't buy much of anything. We needed like cat litter, and we needed like uh, what else did we need? 
Oh, a couple of little things. So eggs. Freaking $3 for a dozen eggs. Jesus Christ. You know, that's my whole point. Four or five, you know, plastic shopping bags later, there's 65 bucks spent. And it's like, what the fuck? Where did, what, what happened? What's going on? It goes back to COVID, my friends. The whole shipping industry faded. And then when people started working from home, thanks to the internet and the ability to do that sort of thing, there was a lot of people that went, you know what? I don't, I'm not going to work for you anymore, dude, because you're an asshole and I can make more money somewhere else for a nicer group of people. And that's happening. So you got the supply chain issues that got screwed up and then you got all of the logistical stuff that got screwed up. And then you got some hot-headed governor in the state of Texas. Dude, seriously, you living in Texas, get rid of this guy. You got an election coming up. You got to get rid of this loser. He created this whole notion of panic that Mexicans were just pouring into the United States from the Mexican border there with Texas. So he stopped every 18-wheeler, every one of them to search. They found nothing, but they managed to spoil a shitload of food and drive the price up even further. Nice going. He had to abandon that plan because too many people were like, dude, really? <laughs> what are you thinking? We do business with the with the country of Mexico. We buy a lot of food from them. They buy a bunch of stuff from us. That's just kind of how that works. And here we, we have truckloads of things like lemons and limes and avocados and I don't know, whatever else that we buy from them. And it was all being held up because they were trying to they were too busy searching for illegal aliens. Because Greg Abbott is his he likes to run on a platform of fear. You got to make sure that you're scared shitless in everything that you do. And because of that, we wound up in a position where prices got it, it, all over the place. I live in Tennessee, for God's sake. It got expensive. This, my friends, is the new norm. This is what we're dealing with. The price of gasoline skyrocketing. Got a war that broke out that had nothing to do with the pandemic, mind you. But still, these sorts of things happen. That shit better come to a close, too, pretty quick. Man, everybody's getting sick of that deal. But there's ways around it, you see, and that, those things will happen. But it's the added icing on the cake that there was this pandemic here that that really kind of triggered a lot of a lot of the things that happened. I'm not saying that the war in Ukraine had anything to do with COVID. It didn't. They're completely isolated incidents. Um, however, I do find it amusing that in China, Xi Jinping, who is, I, I guess he's a buddy of Vladimir Putin, and Putin's calling old Xi up and go, "Hey, buddy." You know, you got a 20 I can hold till payday. You know, can you come help me out over here? And he doesn't want to get involved. China doesn't want to get involved because they don't want, they don't want to, you know, be in a position where they've seen what the West just did. They just cut everybody off. And the Chinese are like, well, hold up now. We got it. We know what side of the, you know, what side of the bread the butter's on here. We, we're not going to, we're not going to do that. That's just going to, that's going to be a problem. So he concocts this idea, my theory. Um, we're having another COVID outbreak here, so we're going to lock some shit down. And they did. They locked down Shanghai and Beijing, I believe, and, I, and one other place, and almost got a civil war on their hands over this whole thing. There's people still locked down trying to figure out what's going on. They're starving to death. And it turns out that this current variant of, of, of the COVID is not that big a deal. Christ. Hell, I may have gotten it and never knew it. I still don't know if I ever had COVID. I don't know. I don't think I did. I mean, I've been, I've been, you know, inoculated against it. The wife tested positive for it once around the holidays, but nothing happened. 
whatever. Long story, different story, different time. But the point being is the new normal that we're living under. This is it. We're living it. Everybody wanted to know what all the new normal, whatever. You people don't know what you're talking about. I was hearing that. (laughs) It'll be just like it was. We'll make America great again, again. And here we are with the new normal. High gas prices, high food prices, high utilities. Jesus, uh, uh, Memphis Light Gas and Water here in Memphis still thinks we need to pay for the winter storm damage. Yeah, good God. What a joke that that company is. MLGW means man, let me grit your wallet. The other point here is that a, a return to the idyllic summer of 2019 is never going to happen. I'm just using that as a basic benchmark because that was probably the last fine, fun time people some people had before this all started. You know, it's Easter Sunday. People are getting together again. Their families are coming together. They're hunting Easter eggs. They're eating rabbit, whatever it is that you're doing, nailing Jesus to a cross, whatever it is that you're doing. Oh, that was done Friday. Whatever it is that you're doing is now returned to somewhat of a normalcy here because we've done the right things. And is that even normal? How much did you spend on that on that holiday ham? Really? You know, how much does it how much do you have to spend in gas to drive to, to grandma's house, you know? Um, what is the dominant mode of conversation in the middle of all this? Why everything is so expensive? That's the number one thing that's happening in America right now, for those that are listening outside of this country. There are people here wandering the streets going, the inflation is out of control, and it is. Eight and a half percent is what is what it's at now, above what we've been in the past. And it doesn't seem like that big of a number until you go and spend your money. Or trying to make your money. The eight to five thing has gotten to be twisted and beaten to death, and people are wandering the hallways of their jobs and they're saying, wow, I work for a shitty company. And they're coming to this realization that that, that is apparently the case. That is true. And when that happens, um, shifts begin to change. And some of this is pretty good, even though that there are some people who are stuck in an eight to five job they absolutely hate, but they keep it because they're told to keep it. There's that. They refuse to be happy, and they're not going to be happy until everybody else is miserable. <laughs> but the point is, is that they're going to they're going to chastise those of us that do want to better our lives. I'm a self-employed individual. Yeah, ask me how it's going. It's not easy. It really is not easy at all. You know, I do a lot of uh, I do a lot of voice work, and you know, you have to take what you can get. Frankly, the business is still there. I mean, that's just it. There's this this whole notion. Oh, there's just no jobs. Bullshit. There's a lot of jobs. Unemployment is is way low too. You know the 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 whole point of uh, one political party trying to lord over to the other. The whole idea that nobody wants to work and everybody's getting free handouts is bullshit. Because have you seen those handouts? Ain't nothing to them. Nothing. Nothing to them. It's all catch as catch can. We do what we do. This is the new norm, my friends. This is what it is. This is the way we have to realize that for the next 10, 15 years, we're going to have to catch up to what a new normal will be. It's we're, the, progress. <laughs> that's, that's all part of it. We have to, we have to make a, a decisions that are going to be difficult. 
we have to we have to look at things that are are uh, are ways of survival. You know the whole you know maintaining the way of life. You know that's bullshit. You know the way it was back in the forties. You know <laughs> all the, all those films of us every we're all just dumping shit into the ocean and pumping stuff into the air and we're screwing things up. And this is this is our way of life. I just uh, just a little while ago before I sat down to do this, I saw this cute little uh, video. It was a snippet from some sort of an educational film, I guess, from 1940, I think it was. Um, it was a color film. It hadn't been redone or anything. And it uh, it was life and just standard stuff, life in New York City. You know, they had a camera on a sidewalk, and they were just catching people doing their thing. Life in New York City, 1940, back when there were 8 million people that lived there. <clears throat> and you sit there, and you go, oh, what a simple, simpler time. Oh, no. They went through their things, too. That's just it. We're going through ours. Everybody else went through theirs, too. We go through this all the time. The younger generation is going to remember this as a completely different event than the, the older people will. Oh, my God. And what what lies ahead of the younger generation? Who knows? Who knows? I tell you what, if you live in Florida, getting an education is going to be next to impossible because you got all these people that are afraid of books now. That, that, that's the damnedest thing. This all happened, too, at the same time. This is the new normal. 41% of the current textbooks in the state of Florida's public education system are being thrown out because they think it's, they think they're pushing an agenda that the books are. They threw away 52 math books, books about mathematics, books about algebra, geometry, maybe some trigonometry, all that's a calculus, all that stuff. They're throwing it out. Because they were afraid that these mathematic books were pushing an agenda on critical race theory. These people live in fear. And it must be awful for them. I have some pity, but not much. I, I, I mean, yeah, this is the new norm. Things got wildly out of control. They sure did. From about 2016 to now. Things got just really weird. And certain ideals that, 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 frankly, I don't think we need to hang on to, like hate and things like that, have been normalized. Then we need to we, just, we need to roll that back. We need to you know step away, step away from the Nazism. Let's step away from the autocracy. Let's step away from that stuff. You want to go back to the to what it was like in, at the summer of twenty nineteen. I don't know. Maybe that wasn't a great a, a great date to to throw around. But think about it. In 2019, we really weren't too concerned about things like pandemics or wars. We were just dealing with an idiot in the White House. My opinion. That was really more of a source of comedy at that point. We were like, "Oh, he'll be out of here soon." And he's you know he's not in command anymore. Thank God. But still, look what look what happened. I'm not blaming the pandemic on him either, so stop it. We all had to adjust. And like that woman in the grocery store, she's trying to talk to her little kid. Hey buddy, this is the this is the new norm. This is the new normal. Yeah, we may not have to deal with the masks everywhere we go. And we may not have to have businesses, you know, temporarily closed. Or people that were that were not allowed to go back to their offices for a you know a stretch of time. Although 
But there are certain things that will never be different. They'll never be the same. They'll always be different. They'll, 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 never, they'll never be the same. And I don't know that we'll ever get back to a time when groceries become affordable. I don't know. I'd like to think so. Dude, I had a moment of sticker shock when I was in there. I ran out of See, one of the coffees I like is the Cafe Bastello. It's cheap. You know, it comes in the little yellow brick. It's a 10-ounce brick. It used to be like $3.78, 5 cents or something like that. Dude, I just spent $5.60 on that. What the hell? The dollar ain't worth what it was. That's that's part of the problem. And are we going to be dealing with runaway inflation? I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. See what 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 that could, what what can control that, or, or if anything. I mean, I'm thinking gas prices will probably come down a little bit. They seem to have some, not a whole heck of a lot, but they're they're starting to come down. Who knows how all that'll shake out? It's the cost of living that's going to be really ridiculous, and you know trying to be wise and right. And look, it's springtime in North America. Soon it'll be summer. There'll be more and more people out. That'll be good. We'll get to blow off some steam together. Maybe go do things like go to the beach, take a day trip to the lake, maybe go camping. Who knows? I expect it to be a pretty busy summer. But you know what comes after that? Fall. And that's when the cold and flu season starts. And guess what else is going to roll back around? covid and I don't know if it'll be a new strain or if he do if it'll even you know be as big as it was. Hopefully it won't be. You know the doctors last winter were saying, "Oh, you got to get your flu shot," and then they messed all that up because they didn't write the didn't get the right strain. You, you know how that works, right? Flu shots. They give you a cocktail of uh, three, uh, three separate strains of the flu. Right? It's it's a it's a dead shot. It's no big deal. Uh, because what they, what scientists do, what doctors do is they try and predict what next strain of flu is going to be the predominant one. So they hit you with that one and a couple of others. That's the whole point of the flu shot. Last few years, they've missed it completely. Yeah. And the flu shot lasts about 90 days. So there's, so there's that, (laughs) you know, yeah, that whole thing about every time I get the flu, I get sick. It's not the shot. It's the fact that they've missed it. That's that that they've missed the strain that was going to come get you. Let's hope we don't make that mistake with COVID. I don't think we will. They've got a lot of pretty sharp-eyed and very sensitive people taking a look at that sort of thing. So hopefully, hopefully that's not going to be that big of an issue. So you know, so so yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The 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 talk of vaccination is going to be a big deal again. I think masks may come and go a little bit specifically in the fall and winter time. Uh, the political screaming will never stop. And that's, that's a new thing. That's part of the new norm. We got to politicize everything. Got to politicize every single thing. We got to make it an unsolvable issue. Yeah, we sure do. And this November political season Actually, it's, we're in it now, but uh, by by midsummer, end of summer, we'll start seeing a lot more hollering and high hollering about it. What is it I saw today? The the Republican National, the RNC is pulled completely out of debates. They're not, they just don't want to debate anymore. I mean, there's no law that says they have to, but it seems kind of an awkward way to not defend yourself by not having a debate. I guess because they've done so poorly in the past, these candidates, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. The Democrats are like, yeah, we'll we'll talk to anybody. The Republicans are like, no, we don't like the questions. Okay, let's <laughs> okay then. Once again, my friends, the new norm. 
Is this is this is this the life? Look, this these things were going to happen anyway. I mean, that's just the way it is. Political evolution being what it is. Society changes. Things become favorable. Things become unfavorable. People want to try this. They want to do that. That's just the way the world works. We've always been in that position. The big catalyst here that nobody ever really expected it to be was this pandemic. <clears throat> people got sick. People died. A lot of good people lost their lives over this whole thing. And, you know, you wanted to have some sort of fear to understand what it was all about. There it is. There it is. That's the fear. That's the real fear. That was the fear of hearing about the refrigerated trucks in the city of New York in the height of the lockdown. The refrigerated trucks keeping the bodies cold because the morgue was full. It's happening all over the world. I hope we don't ever have to go through that again. Yeah, And in the meantime, it was going to be like, well, what do you mean I can't go to the buffet anymore? That's what that is. That's the new norm, buddy. Get used to it. What do you mean I got to wear a mask to come in here? This is stupid. It's the new norm, buddy. <laughs> Depending on where you live, they're going to drop it back, I guess. I don't know. We shall see. Uh, it, like the, the bottom line is this, is that, you know, as as resistant to change as we as Americans can be. We're doing it. We're going through those changes. And one of the things that you have to do is you have to maintain a certain sense of, you know, everything is going to be okay. You have to accept those changes. You have to accept those things for the way they are because, yes, indeed, things are going to be different. And things are going to be okay. You know, hell, they're sucking the fun out of cryptocurrency. So, hey, why not? Let's find something else to get into and have some fun with. <laughs> the whole notion of NFTs, right? Click and save. There, I saved you a bunch of money or whatever. Lord have mercy. You know, so look, that's the important part is you're alive, you're breathing. And if you can smile a little bit, then you know what? Everything is going to be just fine. Hey, this is Reverend Oma with the Broom Closet Metaphysical Shop. We have a huge selection of spiritual supplies and gifts for whatever your path or practice. We stock hundreds of gemstones and specimens and carry a variety of beautifully crafted gemstone jewelry starting at just $10. Our talented staff offer tarot readings, aura and chakra analysis, and sound baths. Book your appointment or shop online at thebroomcloetmemphis.com or visit our shop in downtown Memphis at 552 South Main. Come to the Broom Closet and let us help you light your path. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance. Say hi, guys. When I adopted them, I discovered that they both have incredible personalities. Chance's sole purpose in life is to love and to be loved. Frankie is a little bit of a scoundrel and always entertaining. They're a little bit of a lot of things, but they're all pure love. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. Here's what's coming up on the next episode from Radio Land with Rick Cheddar. Somebody apparently wanted to do a deep dive on the availability and the ease, if you will, of buying an old school television. You know, a CRT, you know, cathode ray tube, the big square, the big floor model, <laughs> the kind that took a few minutes to warm up. And apparently how ridiculously difficult it is. And there was a whole story about this. Why is it difficult for me to buy an old school television, you should be able to think. 
have you lost your mind? Really? What would you really want? What do you, unless it's an art project and you go to a dumpster, you might find one. Pawn shops don't even take them. I remember being in a pawn shop looking at something. I forget what it was. And some guy walked in there with a giant TV and the, and the guy behind the counter interrupted his conversation with me and told this guy, stop right now. Get that thing out of here. Of course he doesn't want it. Why would you? We've moved on. For previous episodes, go to radio-memphis.com. To download episodes to your mobile device, search the show in iTunes, player.fm, stitcher.com, Pocket Cast, or tune in. And now, here's more with Rick Cheddar from Radioland. Here you go. You hear what's coming up t- next time here on the old program. Yeah, I was going to, you know, I'm always sitting there thinking, you know, maybe we should talk about this. Maybe we should talk about that. But the time that um, I go to do it and then by the time we do it and the time it airs, things have happened. I mean, take this, take the Twitter thing, for example. By the next time we sit down here, that deal could be done. I know Twitter may be done. Who knows? Who knows? What's going on? I don't. I don't know. Uh, I'm just. You know. I'm. I'm with you. I'm just sitting here watching from the sidelines, pointing fingers and trying not to laugh too loudly at the whole thing. I don't know. The hypocrisy is strong, and not to put too fine a point on it. Um, you know, if you would please take this early springtime as a good example of how not to be. I know it seems sort of weird, but uh, but yeah. Um, uh, there's a lot, all the major religions in the world have something going on around this time. And a lot of it is for show. It really is. Uh, they only do this kindness stuff around this time of year. And maybe, maybe again, at, at the, at the other holidays, at the other end of the spectrum. Um, how about, you know, Hey, we only have to give up being an asshole for 40 days during Lent. How about like, give it up all the time. That would be kind of cool. That. That that would that would be kind of cool, like the meme that I saw on Good Friday. That said, "Do like do, be like what Jesus was, beat a banker." Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, look, you do you. Let others be themselves, right? As long as nobody gets hurt, what's the harm with any of this stuff? You people down in Florida with your public education and the fears of teaching children about the differences between the races is mind-boggling. You know, oh, I can't teach that because my kid might catch the gay. Look, um, there are 49 other states here in the continental United States that you can move to. And life will be far better for you. I know, you don't have Disney, but there is that. <laughs> I don't know. Homeschooling is a, certainly an option too. That's a whole nother can of worms. It it really is. Uh, look, I'm done. I'm out of here. I gotta run. Thank you for uh, tuning in. Thank you for dialing us up, streaming us. Uh, however it is that you get the program, we certainly do appreciate it. Uh, I gotta go. Uh, please, like we tell you every each and every time, take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. And for God's sakes, stop shooting each other. All right. I'm Rick Cheddar, and this has been from Radioland. Rick Cheddar from Radioland is produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated, Memphis, Tennessee. All music performed during this episode was used by permission. No part of this program can be rebroadcast or used in any other way except by written consent. For more, go to radio-memphis.com. 